Welcome to another episode of The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited for our guest today. She has a passion for helping people learn about their body electric. She graduated with an honors in physical education degree from Lakehead University and completed her thesis on the subject matter. She's an author, a speaker, a mentor, online course creator, and workshop leader with over 30 years of experience as a businesswoman and entrepreneur. She's the vice president and co-founder of Muscle Tuners International Incorporated. Her company is dedicated to training professionals and helping people with energy boost self-care techniques. And these are techniques that anyone can use to have more vitality and just more energy, and we're going to hear all about that here today. She's going to share with us about her journey and being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur that led her to be teaching people about the body electric and how we can impact our daily vitality and resilience with some easy techniques. And I'm so excited to welcome my friend, Heather Phillips, to the podcast. Heather? Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm excited to be talking to you all today. Ah, absolutely. I can feel the electricity. The electricity is a flowing. So let's just start with intentions. Heather, you know I always like to start everything with intentions. So my intention for everyone here today is truly that we have a divine mastermind connection. You know, there's no accident you're here, you're listening to this at at the time you are. And so I really want us here to be this divine mastermind and a conduit to really support you and to activate you in whatever wants to be activated for you at an inner and outer level and for you to then have that be a ripple effect so that you can activate and support others all around you in that transformation. And Heather, you want to share your intentions? And I want to make sure, Heather, that we always have fun. So Heather, you want to share your intentions? (laughs) Well, of course, I'm going to share wonderful, fun ways to do self-care. So my intention today is to allow people to have more self-love and self-care tools and techniques so that they instill or we instill more hope and faith and vitality and resilience to any health issues they may have or continuing health and vitality in their life. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So I'm going to jump right in, Heather, and can you just tell us a little bit about, I ask everybody this, so it's just sort of the first place to, to get your perspective is, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? And tell us a bit about your journey to get to this place in your life and your work. Well, being a persistent Spiritually persistent entrepreneur means that we call on spirit, whether intentionally or not. I'm thinking about as a young woman, not understanding that connection to my Mm -hmm. successes Mm -hmm. and progressing to today where I do have a connection with spirit to hold intention and to ask for guidance and so on. But the persistent part comes from 
just continuing to, to do it, keep hmm. moving forward. People right. get stuck all, all the way along in their lives and in business. And so the spiritually persistent entrepreneur continues to move forward despite the, the struggles and the obstacles in their way and continues to call out to spirit to, for help in every way. Beautiful. Look, I got goosebumps. So tell us a little bit about your journey to get to this place in your life and work so people can get to know you a little bit better. Well, I don't think I ever intended to be an entrepreneur, uh, but when I was eight years old, I had a paper route. I'm sure lots of people have had paper routes in their life. And at 15, I worked for somebody else. And in university, I became an entrepreneur again. And through high school, you know, you do your fundraisers, and there was an entrepreneurial spirit. And I do remember in high school, probably around the age of 18, making a decision that I wanted to work for myself. I didn't want to work for anybody else. I wanted to work for myself. Well, little did I know it was going to be more ups and downs than I realized. Mm. So um, I, I just decided, and I think I always was an entrepreneur. So I make the distinction between an entrepreneur and just a spiritual entrepreneur um, as being somebody who has faith and persistence and patience. Mm-hmm. And so in university, um, I was confronted at the age of 20 with actually 19, making a decision about having back surgery or not. The doctor gave me five years and I said, well, I'm healthy, I'm young, I'll do it now. I'm 20. So during my recovery, I had the uh, fortunate, I say fortunate for a reason, experience being frustrated with the existing physical therapy that was offered by the medical doctors. And their explanation left me absolutely frustrated and asking for help. In fact, <laughs> the doctor said, well, the pain, the persistent pain in your lower back is caused by the surgery. They took the the bone out of your hip, right hip, and did your spinal fusion and the muscles rubbing over your bone, you know, it's so rough. So that's why you have pain. And I said, that's great doc, but they took the bone out of my left hip. So why is my right hip hurting? Mm. Good point. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like this, you know, physiotherapy was very painful and whatever they did was painful uh, beyond what I wanted to tolerate. So I just threw up my hands when the doctor said, well, we can open you up and do an exploratory surgery. And I said, no, nope, that's not happening. <laughs> Threw up my hands and said, there's got to be a better way. Mm. And I believe at that time I made it, I did a, I did a prayer. I, I think that was a spiritual prayer. And my prayers were answered because within a year I got introduced to a, a, a discipline, modality, technique that was called Touch for Health. And that's all about using muscles, muscle test, muscle response testing to find out where your energy is flowing, where it's not, and balancing the energy systems in order to take away pain, reduce pain and suffering and discomfort in the body. So when I was in my level two workshop, before I did the instructor, you know where this is going, uh, <laughs> I... Uh, I um, was working with my workshop buddy and we did some reactive muscle work. And after that process, the pain in my right hip left me, was gone, and it Mm. never came back. Wow. So I was jumping up and down with joy 
and decided at that point I was going to teach this. I think I, I decided everybody in the world needs to know this. Everybody right. needs to know how powerful this is. And so I taught my first class in 1984. I was 22 years old. Um, so as a solopreneur in university, I taught Touch for Health, and I made extra money. And in 2017, after children and 16 years in the family business, I helped sell the family business and moved on to another business, which is the one I'm in now. But I have to tell you, that journey was quite difficult for me. And I needed to pull all the spirituality I could, <laughs> pull, mm-hmm. pull faith, faith and persistence and consistency. I was uh, in the financial services industry, and I was a chief compliance officer at one point. And until I got to that point, I had a lot of learning to do. My dad was the president. He was my boss. He was the chief compliance officer till I took over. So I was learning from him with not very much guidance because there was a lot of changes. In about 2008, I went to a conference, and it totally inspired me to get back into Touch for Health because I had been out of it for a while. And I, it was like a remembering. So in my financial services business, I felt like I was going through the eye of a needle, learning to march and put one foot in front of the other. It was very linear thinking. Compliance is very linear. It wasn't heart-centered at all. And, of course, I'm a heart-centered person. And so it was. I was a mismatch. It was mismatched. So in 2014, or 14, we had an opportunity to sell the family business. And that was a journey unto itself. I tell you, I was chief executive officer at that point, And I was between the new buyer and my dad, if you can imagine, being caught in the middle. But I was negotiating. Right. So intellectually, I knew my dad wanted to sell the business. But you could tell by his actions, his heart wasn't in it. And I was going, well, I want to sell the business because I know where my next steps are going to be in life. And then I would get pulled back into, well, do I really want to sell the business? And then I would get pulled Mm -hmm. to, but I do want to sell the business. So this back and forth in myself was a direct relationship between the buyer and the the seller and my dad and the new buyer. At one point, I remember standing in my kitchen and, and saying, I need to take a stand. This is all up to me. So I asked for help. And I took a stand that this company is going to sell. And I, I just made a decision and a stand and did everything I could to visualize that. And I cried and I let go. And I have to say the hardest thing about that was saying goodbye to 10 staff. In fact, I might cry about it again right now mm-hmm. because the heart, the, heart, the heart of my business was the people. And when I noticed and when I saw the lives of the people I loved being affected by the sale of the company, that was the hardest thing for me to observe, witness, and experience, I have to say. So the spiritual uh, persistent entrepreneur has those emotions, has those times in the business, in the business. And I also know that I worked a lot of hours, a lot of time on legal, a lot of time in compliance, 
and very little time was spent educating, which is my passion. Mm -hmm. When I started, that's all I did was educate, 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 because it was a new compliance regime at the government level. So once it became entrenched, now I became the the, the police officer, which was which is not fun. Right. So, Compliance, right? It's all about yeah. you've got to do things the right way, and you know, there's so, so much so intellectual. Now, it sounds like you just segue right into something I was going to ask you. So it's perfect. Is just you know about these. Um, I always find it interesting, you know, with entrepreneurs and spiritually persistent entrepreneurs, you know, that there that there are these themes or these challenges, you know, that we face. And I like to think of it as, you know, that we all have these divine curriculums. And, you know, the divine curriculum kind of goes, you know, hey, I would never sign up for this. Honestly, I wouldn't sign up for any of these classes. You think about a curriculum, you know, in your life. And but but I've I've noticed there's themes and patterns. You know, and sometimes the you know the divine curriculum is about taking a leap of faith. Sometimes it's about believing in yourself, and you know, even when all kinds of logic says, "Oh my gosh, who would ever buy this? Who would ever do this? Who would ever whatever?" You know, sometimes there's you know there's physical issues that you know become kind of that divine curriculum and an influence and you know an impact. It's like you know you're going through the the um, yeah you're going through hell sometimes in those kinds of experiences. But, you know, I always think about the idea that, you know, precious jewels are made through the fire. You know, when they're, when the diamonds are made from incredible heat, you know, and that's what these curriculums, I believe, support us to do is to activate, you know, skills and abilities and, and, you know, things we just never would have activated. I mean, I have goosebumps as I'm talking right now. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's like that's what's happening. So can you, you know, tell us a little bit more about, you know, the themes you, you were feeling like you had, you know, what was going on for you that kind of were those divine themes that you had to move through. I mean, you were sharing um, more about that. So you know, just kind of reflect on that a little bit for us perhaps. Well, one of the divine curriculums is about persistence. Mm -hmm. It's about holding a vision. Mm -hmm. It's about doing what it takes to hold the vision. And if the vision changes, we need to be flexible enough to change the vision. I mean, if you get guided in one direction, you need to move with it. And sometimes it means letting go. So the, the other thing for my life was that I had, it was a a remembering. So if you remember in childhood how much fun you had, at least I had fun in my childhood. Mm -hmm. I played and I was active. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my childhood led me to my, my chosen schooling, which was in physical education. Mm-hmm. And I was on the track to being a coach. And I think that's one of the themes in my life is that I have been a coach all the way along. In, a, in childhood, I was usually the leader of a game, creating a game. And in high school, it was starting a club, uh, be, having the most sales in chocolate bars for a fundraiser for the YMYWCA. Um, it, in um uh, and just noticing. It was really about noticing. So the theme of coaching education comes up for me mm-hmm. that I had to remember that I, 
I am somebody that people look up to, that people look for guidance, that people look to for teaching them new things. And It's kind of like you, you know, in your DNA, you know, you were a teacher from birth, you know, in your DNA. And, you know, even in the work that you did, you know, the, if you, you know, you stay, if you, is when you stay clear on that essence that, you know, I want to be able to feel like I'm teaching, I want to, you know, activate that essence, you know, then you were able to navigate the aspects of your, you know, your career and your, and the business that you were in. So, I mean, those curriculums, I think oftentimes, you know, they'll leave us with a, a perspective of, you know, you know, these, um, these things that, that these, these God-given, spirit-given, you know, abilities that are activated in us, the essences, you know, the essences of what we really, really gives us juice and jazzes us up. You know, and for you it's teaching and for you it's, you know, transformation and, you know, and that's really, you know, what excites you. And pretty much anybody that's going to be on my podcast is probably in that soul tribe. They, you know, feel the same way. They feel excited about that. And so, you know, what what kind of happened, you know, what was sort of the shift that happened for you um, when, you know, you were going through these curriculums, you were going through these experiences and kind of anything you want to share about any of that? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, well, in 2011, I met a woman by the name of Sharon Wilson. I was, I was running four companies at the time. And you helped me see a different way of doing business for the educational company. So one of the companies that I was attempting to make profitable was an education company that focused on the stresses of, uh, of retirement, that retirement mm-hmm. is as stressful as a divorce and, and as moving and as having a baby and as getting married. So it's a life change that is really, you know, profound. So Sharon, you actually helped me think about doing programs online and mm-hmm. got me to think differently. And I go, oh, my goodness, it was it was like Pandora's box. <laughs> the whole yeah. world opened up to me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was really great. So in uh, so the remembering of who I am, which is a teacher, I'm also an ideas person and mm-hmm. very creative in my own right and love to work with people to help ground me because I sometimes get you know up in the air about thinking. But the grounding techniques that I have in my life, I've been using, well, in my corporate life because if you can imagine running four companies was extremely stressful. Sure. So... <clears throat> Um, so the shift, there's a couple of shifts. <laughs> one was one was realizing that I needed to go back to what I love to do mm-hmm. when I was so, so stressed in my corporate job. The other one was realizing that I have tools, so using them in my corporate job so I could build stories and ensure that other entrepreneurs could learn these techniques so they could lessen the stress in their working life and maintain their vitality and resilience on a daily basis. Well, because um, that's the thing, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you know, and especially I will say as a woman entrepreneur and also a mother, I was going to add that in there. I mean, the level of stress, you know, Dr. Oz talks about women as the chief family officers, you know, Dr. Oz, right? Yeah. Um, 
And, and it's true. I mean, the level of stress that women entrepreneurs and especially women that um, are, you know, having caretaking and all kinds of things included, you know, is just kind of off the charts. And so I think it's one of the first things that, uh, that really kind of goes out the window is self-care. You know, women will, and women entrepreneurs, they'll put everybody before themselves. They'll put everything before themselves. And then, you know, they're not taking care of themselves. And if they don't really have techniques about how to uh, manage stress, manage their energy, and they don't know about some of these things, which I want you to talk about. I want you to talk about this whole aspect of the body electric. Because my sense is that that's really a shift that happened for you as well, is kind of bringing all of that back. You know, like when you're in the stressfulness of the companies and, and, and selling them and all of that, that, you know, that was when you re- remembered and reactivated that. So talk about, you know, how Touch for Health and, and, and tell us more about that and how that really, you know, reactivated you and, and, and talk more about that. Well, Touch for Health was the very first energy workshop I did. And it's really all about the meridians, which are the energy pathways of the body. And decide, and using muscle testing, again, to find out where the energy is, where it's not, and having techniques to put the energy all balanced again. And you definitely feel a difference. Your posture shifts. It's visual. It's, visual. it's really great. So fast forward it to 2017, and um, I've been out of – I had sold the company, and I was out of business for two years, and I got a knock on my door saying, uh, would you like to be my business partner? I had this really great idea. Uh, I I really love the word muscle tuners, and I want to call myself a muscle tuner specialist. But I don't have a business part. But I don't have a muscle. I don't have a business partner to help me do this. Will you please do this business with me? So all of a sudden, I realized why I had been in the family business for 16 years. I knew everything to do about corporations, and I knew that that was a decision that if I wanted, if we wanted to have longevity and legacy for this work in the future, we could set it up as a corporation and it would outlive us. So mm-hmm. as, a cor- as an entrepreneur and as a corporate entrepreneur, I had all the knowledge and my business partner and I set up Muscle Tuners International, Inc. We have a license agreement with Touch for Health because a lot of the things we do are from and born out of Touch for Health, although they're not, and we have a different system and we've added more bells and whistles, so to speak, and we also have a whole section of self-care that is not in touch for health. So um, we just we basically repackaged and rebranded Touch for Health, but have also allowed people who are professionals, but also the layperson who wants to get into this work, this energy, physical, energetic, body electric work to really shift the body from its existence to a, a more empowered health being, physical being, um, because we, our bodies are the houses of our spirit, and we really need to learn everything we need to do to keep it spiritually aligned and keep it energized and keep it flowing and going forward. And I mean, you know. Yeah, I just I want to share because something's just coming to me. It's just so powerful. You know, I mean, you think about this. Where do we learn this? Where do we learn 
that our body, that there is the, elect, the, the electric meridians and learn about how to impact those and learn about how to use, you know, muscle testing to impact, you know, our, uh, our vitality and to impact stress and to impact overwhelm and impact all those things that our body is, you know, we don't learn it anywhere. It's not like we go to school. I mean, wouldn't that be great? You know, we go to school, and this is one of the, the, the things you first learn. You know, you first learn it in your, in your family. Okay, we're all going to learn about the body electric here. We're all going to learn about, you know, how energy flows through our body. and We're all going to learn about this. But we don't. We don't learn it anywhere. And, you know, what I love about what you're doing is it's so grounded. I mean, you're coming from this, you know, corporate background, so you're very grounded. So, you know, so often people talk about energy and stuff and, and other, you know, mainstream people say, oh, that's so woo-woo, you know, but, um, and, and nothing's woo-woo to me, but, you know, because, but I know that it's practical and it's logical. And, you know, there are people out there that are suffering. Like you said, oh, my gosh, when you have this release of that pain, you know, the, the, you said people out there that are suffering, everyone needs to know this. And I think that was one of those defining kind of moments, like, oh, yeah. you know, later on you would realize when you said there's got to be a better way. I mean, whenever anyone's ever said that, you know, I believe the forces of the universe say, okay, that's our cue. They're ready yep. to yep. move aside, right? <laughs> I mean, whenever you say, oh, my gosh, you know, there's got to be a better way, I think that's <laughs> when – we move past our, our own uh, free will and say, okay, I'm willing to let go of this, you know, this way that I've been doing it in this very minuscule way, in this very limited way, and I'm willing to open up to, you know, to greater abilities beyond what, you know, is logical to me. And so what I love about it, can you just share a little bit more about, you know, how this whole body electric and how it impacts people um, and the kind of things that can be done, you know, through some of the techniques I know you're going to be, you know, offering to people, um, but you know, how, how it can impact them in their day-to-day -day lives. I mean, we've talked about, you know, stress. We've talked about, um, you know, people feeling, you know, anxiety. Like, just talk a little bit about that. Well, <laughs> I was, I was going to say how many people on, that are listening think that they really, really need to go out and they need to run their 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 mile they need to get physically active they need to get to the gym and they need to lift weights and they need to do this and like they're they're stressing out because they're not being physically active and they know they should be physically active well i have some good news for you <laughs> physically being physically active is one of the ways that you affect your body electric but it's not the only way mm. so uh, our muscles are responsible for moving the lymph in our body that's why when you lift weights and you move your body, uh, it, it actually helps move lymph. Therefore, you feel better. So I started thinking just recently, well, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Mm -hmm. Which comes first, affecting your body electric or, affect, or being physically active? I think you could probably get away with doing your body electric exercises, and I'm just calling them exercises, but they're not really exercises, <laughs> if you know what sure. I mean. Yep. <laughs> um, and do, yeah, and, and um, minimize the physical activity. And I don't want to give you the wrong impression. Physical activity is important for lots of reasons, including getting out and getting fresh air, being in nature, moving slowly. But if you think and you're feeling guilty about not uh, getting a cardiovascular workout or not getting your three days in the gym, don't worry about it. Uh, I, uh, what, because our 
whole being is all about um, observing and being stressless. Take away the stress. Well, it's funny, it's funny you should say that, Heather, because I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, and women entrepreneurs particularly, I think that's another thing that goes out the window, like self-care, right? It's like, oh, my gosh, I do not have time to do that. I don't have time to do this. I've got to deal with this client. I've got to deal with that thing. I've got to do this. And so then, and then they're feeling guilty and stressed out and anxious about, oh, my gosh, I need to be taking care of my body. So there's more stress. There's more cortisol. There's more of that. I um, heard something that, that uh, I thought was fascinating about visualization. And literally there were some studies about if you literally visualize yourself working out, if you visualize, you know, you, your heart rate getting up, because, you know, we can impact those things through our minds and through visualization, that literally your body can have the same responses, which is fascinating to me, as if you actually did the workout, right? So I think what you're saying and, it's, and what you're talking about is opening the door to this whole, new, this whole new way of considering how we really can utilize this amazing, um, this amazing system that we've been given, this body electric, you know, this system. And you really supporting people to get that, I think, is just so powerful because that's really, you know, the transformation, you know, that, that you know, we need to start moving beyond just sort of these being in these boxes about things and, you know, exercise and physicalness and all of that, you know, we have these sort of boxes and we look to where we look to what for the, you know, for the information and say, well, this is how it is now, you know, you've got to do this. But of course that's changing all the time who, you know, no matter who you talk to, someone will say, Oh, you know, this is better for you than that or low carb, no carb, whatever. And so I think it, it really is about, so much about, you know, connecting in with your own intuitive knowledge and utilizing some of these things that, that you're talking about. You know, and, and, and you know, when you, when you think about it, I mean, it, you know, this is a, the idea of electricity, right? I mean, you're talking yeah. about really leveraging electricity. So, Heather, what do you wish you knew then um, that you know now that you could kind of share with people who are, you know, so many people who are, who are listening to this, they're either, you know, they're, they're thinking about starting a business or maybe they're, they're in a company or they're in a, you know, they're in a family business, but they're doing something. Maybe they don't feel like they're doing what they really want to be doing that makes their heart sing. So, you know, they're stressed out. They're feeling anxious. They're kind of feeling like maybe their ship has sailed or somebody maybe who has taken the leap of faith, but perhaps it's not just panning out the way that they thought it would. You know, they, you know, they, we, we all want things to happen really quickly, but there are divine curriculums that, you know, along the way need to be activated for us to be able to fully accept and allow all of that in. So, you know, what would you, like any insights or advice you'd like to share with folks that you kind of wish you knew then that you know more now? Well, if I hadn't known then that I didn't have to exercise and I could just do the energy work to get this, I would be less, I would have had less guilt. Okay. Uh, but the other thing is, yeah, but I mean, the, the, the energy boost tips um, that I share, uh, they actually, if I had have done that every single day of my, my working life instead of doing it haphazardly when I was in crisis mode, do you know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. do it as a, it takes less than five minutes. It's really, or maybe five minutes. I do it in bed. And so it's like I do this before I get up in the morning and it changes totally my whole 
way of life. Can I? Do I have time to tell the water ski story? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So last summer, I went water skiing for the first time in about five years. I hadn't been to the gym in eight months, and I was fully expecting to be extremely sore, you know, the kind of thing where you can't walk up the stairs or oh, yeah. can't lift the, the tomato sauce can or anything like that. So I, I, I water skied three miles for two days in a row, and I didn't have any pain. I was totally shocked, and I go, well, what, what's this about? What happened? Why? What was different? The only thing I did differently was I did power on your brain, circuit breaker reset, meridian flush, and gait massage every morning for those. Now how long months. did that take you? Is that one audio or one technique? Like what is that? One, two, three, four, basically three techniques I did. And that's all I did for eight months every morning. I mean, every morning. Um, I mean, of course, I don't even think I walked very much. I just was being in my life. Uh, but I, I can tell you that those f- three three exercises totally blew me away. And those are what I'm going to offer at the end. So oh, fantastic. Hope, yeah. And, and how long does that take to do those, you were saying? Is that like 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 15 minutes? What is Five, five, five to ten minutes, ten minutes max. I mean, that's pushing it. <laughs> Less than ten minutes. I mean, everybody has five to ten minutes, seriously. Like you're saying, you know, you wake up in the morning, and, and, and I heard on a TED Talk, I forget who was talking about, but they said most people um, reach over, they're laying on their bed, and they reach over, and the first thing they do, they pick up their cell phone. And so immediately, you know, you're barraged with this energy, right, this negative, for the most part, energy, because it's like, what's happening in the world? What do I need to be doing? Who's responding to this? And you're already in this stress mode before you even get out of bed. And, you know, you're saying, hey, don't, that, that's why people say, and then in the TED Talk, they were saying, just put your cell phone across the room so you, so you're, so you can't do that. Put your cell phone across the room. Don't go to your cell phone first. Don't go to your computer first. You've got to prepare energetically for your day. You know, you have to. You know, it's like I, uh, you know, I, I've been saying lately to people, we're in an energy tsunami. You know, the energy is moving so fast. Information and disinformation are so fast. And, you know, there used to be a time we could just meditate in the morning and kind of say some affirmations and sort of stay in a place of more, you know, um, centeredness, but not anymore. I mean, we have got to be intentional and persistent in managing our energy, right? Absolutely. What I love what you're saying here is I'm envisioning, and I love this because I want to do it, I'm envisioning, you know, in the morning, you know, you, you you wake up and you just do your you do your process here that you're going to provide for us, and, you know, boom, you're already, it's like, boy, you already got, you, your body already got essentially what is like a workout, and then you can go and pre- prepare even more energetically, you know, for your day, you know, kind of centering yourself, doing the kinds of things that, you know, that, that I uh, support people on. And, uh, and and I think that that's really, that's really amazing. So, Heather, um you know, I know you got a, you, you have this gift for folks, uh, and I was really loved for you to share that, so how they can get it. And I do appreciate that you've provided that. So can you tell folks about that? And uh, then we're going to do an activation before we close on that. So, Heather, tell us a little bit about that. 
Um, well, before I do that, I would really like to just allow people to know that when you put your hand to your forehead, you're bringing blood to the frontal cortex of your brain. So if you're mm-hmm. in a moment of stress or you wake up stressed or you have stress in the middle of the night, put your hand on your forehead. If you're feeling butterflies in your stomach, put your hand on your forehead and put your hand on your stomach at the same time and just hold it there. What happens is that when we go into stress mode, we go into fight, flight, freeze, and the blood stops at the base of our skull. Well, we don't have any blood helping us process. There's no oxygen coming to the front of the brain to help us process our stressful situation. So by putting your hand on your forehead, you're allowing and um, you're bringing blood to the front of your, your forehead. But does it matter which hand? It does hand. not matter. Okay. No, so. it does not, no, it does not matter which hand. Whatever is comfortable. I have my left hand on my forehead and my right hand on my stomach. So if you've got the butterfly, for instance, and, it, you know, you feel within your stomach, you can put your hand on your stomach and lightly touch your forehead. I would suggest you never do the V8 commercial where you, like, hit your head because that kind of will put you off center, literally, and energetically. Just hold your forehead gently. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Anything else you want to share? That's a great tool if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling, you know, anxiety and who doesn't, you know, in our day. So um, just put your either hand on your forehead, just kind of touch your forehead, and, yeah, and then put right, your hand on yeah. you. It's right above your your eyebrows, so right above your eyebrows, right up to your hairline. If you can have your whole hand on your forehead, that would be oh, gotcha. that would be best. And nice and light touch, nice and light touch. And that's just called emotional stress release technique, and that's uh, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, the one the hand on the uh, the hand on the belly is my addition. <laughs> that's an okay. Awesome, that's a, a revision of the. Emotional stress relief. <laughs> I'm just um, doing that right now, and I can definitely feel, you know, just a sort of more calm. Exactly. Yeah, I can exactly. feel that. That's really great because yeah. we need something to sort of, you know, check in if, you know, you're, and, and that's something I think would be really great for people too, but they could share that with their family. Okay, where everybody's stressed, can you imagine a whole family, like everyone's putting their head on their forehead, everyone's putting their head and their hand on their stomach. Okay, we're breathing now. <laughs> I'm just yeah. imagining people walking around going, John, Johnny, okay, hand on the forehead, hand on the stomach, tummy, right? That's what we do. Is that what we do in this house? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or with well, your staff, you know, like things happen, you know, for in, or in business, like something happens, our computer crashes, our website goes down, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, there's got to be something, you know. And instead, like, take a deep breath, do this little process, you know, and, and, it, and, and it is about starting to manage your energy, which is absolutely key to being a spir- spiritually persistent entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and on. I have another story about how I helped my assistant at work when I was in the corporate world get rid of a really bad headache she'd had for a few days. And so I did a reactive muscle. I did the reactive muscle reset, which is what Muscle Tuners International calls it. Um, and we do it slightly differently. But after I did the reset, her headache was gone and it was gone like for months and months and months. And it's act, it, that particular headache was activated by two muscles, one in the back of the neck and one and your psoas muscle, which is one of your hip flexors. And they were just not working together because when you sit and you look down, they work together. But if they get overloaded, they stop working together and you'll get a headache. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like Powerful. I can go, I can go on and on and on and on and on about different <laughs> things to watch for imposture and so on. But for now, I just want to let people know that they have a gift from me called the Energy Boost Series: Five Free Tips, and it's available on our website www.muscletuners.fit. That's muscletuners.fit, like in fitness. Fit. And if you really, really like the, the five that are there, which include all the ones that I used for my water skiing story, if you really like those and you're getting results with that, you could go and get the, the Energy Boost 10 techniques for $16. It's a really small investment for just your self-care routine, and you can mix and match them. You can see which one you feel best with. I just, I'm absolutely blown away whenever I use two or three tools at a time for a week or two and then reassess where I'm at in life. And sometimes it just blows me away how much I've progressed mm-hmm. and quickly and how my body has progressed and how it stayed, stayed grounded and how energized I feel. It's oh. absolutely, it's, I just, I just think everybody, I would like everybody to have these and use them and feel the difference and email me or send me a, a text or not a text message, but you know, you can leave comments in the program itself. Mm-hmm. So That'd be great. Feel, yeah. Please, please feel free to leave comments and let me oh, know I love what that. happens for you. I love that. Well, I'm so excited to use these. I'm definitely going to, going to go there and use them. And I want to encourage everyone as well. I'm going to do a short energy activation and then we'll come back. And in just a moment after that, and then we will uh, just kind of close up here. But, um, Heather, I just want everybody to take a deep breath in. And I want to thank you so much, Heather. This is part of the part where I like to lead folks in an activation about what we've been talking about. And I just really ask um, for guidance based on whoever the guest is. So, you know, it just kind of comes through before, uh, right before I, we do our, our interview. So what came through today was just to... We've been talking, what we've been talking about is let's breathe in, take a deep breath in, and then out. And let's hold the intention that we're all connecting and partnering with whatever we see as our higher power, whether it's God, spirit, source, whatever works for you, any word, any, any image, to help us in this activation. And as we do that, our abilities are amplified to experience more health more vitality, freedom from stress and anxiety, worry and fear, those lower level energies, or whatever seeming health issues we seem to be having or anyone we love are having, we're now accessing powerful vibrations to align the energy for maximum health. So let's breathe in health and breathe out anything less than that. Let's breathe in our abilities to Connect with the body electric and breathe out anything less than that. Let's breathe in the belief that we can transcend any beliefs about our bodies and our health and any chronic conditions or ongoing conditions, and we can experience more vitality, more health. We can allow in miracles for ourselves and all that are listening. And we're holding that vision for everyone everywhere to be free of any disease, of any physical conditions that cause them any kind of pain or angst. 
And as we hold that vision, we join together and we see a world where we're free, where we're free of, of pain, where we're free of disease, where we're free of stress and anxiety. And as we send that energy out to everyone everywhere to activate health in our DNA, vitality, the remembrance of how to use our body and our body electric. As we send that out to everyone everywhere to activate that in all our cells, our mental, physical, emotional, and etheric bodies, all our energy bodies, and for all on the planet. We send that out, that light out, that energy out, and see it coming back to us and activating us and all we impact to live lives of love, joy, peace, and prosperity in all ways, all ways. Just breathe in. We're so grateful for your energy and time today, Heather, and from your heartfelt space to really just share with people. I know it's been just such an amazing experience, and I know that you you provide some wonderful gifts for people to really start to take control, to be empowered in their in their body and their body electric, and and I'm just so grateful to you for that. Which is, is there anything you want to share, and in any final thoughts? Then maybe you can give people that that link again. So in order to raise your vibration, you focus on what brings you pleasure. And the higher your vibration, the more wonderfulness you'll attract to you. And that is not, that is part of the body electric. It's not what we teach. That's just what I've observed. I love that information. And um, that creates a shift as well. For the five free tips for the Energy Boost series, it's muscletuners.fit, www.muscletuners.fit. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Sharon, for allowing me the blessing of your interview and being on your podcast. I really appreciate it, and I really hope your listeners gain some value in what I said, what I shared today. Well, thank you for your time and your energy and your light, and we are just holding the vision for your company to be amazingly successful, for you to really support people in the transformation and all of that to come back to you multiplied and folded over for you to have in your life love, joy, peace, and prosperity in all ways, all ways. And that's my vision and my intention. You're in my visioning and energy work every day. Everyone who is is on our podcast and everyone I've ever, you know, participated and had the, the joy of working with. And so, so grateful for you. And thank you everyone for your light. Have a blessed day. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com masterclass.